Welcome to the Coach's Preview Show. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director, and I'm very happy to have special guests today talking about tonight's matchup, Battle of Franklin. Centennial High School travels to Franklin High School. We're going to start by talking to the girls' coaches. We have Coach Brad Simmons of Centennial, Jay Johnson of Franklin High School. Gentlemen, appreciate you being here today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So the first version of the Battle of Franklin went to Franklin 53-10 back on January 8th at Centennial. So this is round two uh, of the Battle of Franklin this year. Coach Johnson, I'll start with you. You've coached in a lot of these games, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of boys' games over the years. Throw out the records. Throw out last game's results. You have to be ready when it's the Battle of Franklin. Absolutely, and, and, and that's one of the – hard parts as a coach is you, you you look at the girls and all they remember is the score. They don't remember anything else about the game. All they remember is what the score was. And, uh, you know, I always like to use, you know, I, I like a little bit of hockey now and then and always like to reference the uh, Soviets beating the U.S. team 10 to 3 and then, you know, playing them again a couple of weeks later and losing the Miracle on Ice game. So, you know, it, it, it'll be on us to make sure they're focused and ready to play. Coach Simmons, uh, you have a team that was playing pretty darn well at the beginning of the year, uh, still young, but making some strides. You had a district win over Independence back in December. But let's face it, you've had some players out. Your team's dealt with COVID issues. It's been a tough year to manage, but really it's it's been that way for everybody, right, at some level. Yeah, yeah, it really has. And, you know, the the, the great thing um, about the group of girls that I that I have playing um, tonight, you know, is they just – they never quit. They fight, they fight, they fight. They just never quit. So, uh, I couldn't be more proud of them. So, yeah, it's been a difficult year for everybody. You're right. Coach Simmons, let me ask you this. Uh, I do think maybe for teams that struggle, maybe it's a little easier this year because, let's face it, being able to do something, I think everybody appreciates because every day there's this uh, shadow kind of over us. Are we going to be uh, out? We're going to be in school. We're not going to be in school. Uh, not that it's ever easy if you're not getting a lot of wins, but uh, to me, this year could be easier in that respect because you are getting to get together, whether it be for practice, uh, games, whatever it is. Yeah, I think we, we talk about that. Concept. At least we get to play the game of basketball. You know, we didn't know if we were going to get to play this year in the beginning, you know, so the fact that we're able to play, um, I think, um, I think they're, they're just fortunate that they get to play the sport. So yes, I agree. Coach Johnson, let's talk a little bit about your team. Now uh, you get a district win on Tuesday night over independence, 55, 25, you get a win over Clarksville Northeast last Thursday. And if my math is correct, uh, you've now won four of your last five games and your team is really trending in the right direction. Well, we hope so. Um, we, we knew, you know, at the beginning of this season, we were starting over a little bit. Uh, a lot of the experience we gained last year was, uh, you know, erased uh, when, when a lot of players didn't return this year and, and we had to start over. So we had girls coming in who were in uh, – you know, in the same boat learning and they, they've done a good job. Uh, you know, we're very, we're heavy on the top end with seniors and we're heavy on the bottom end with freshmen. We don't have a lot of in between. 
So if we go to our bench, you see a lot of freshmen coming into the game. And it's been a good learning curve for them. And, and hopefully we kept saying, let's play our best in February. And hopefully that's where we're headed. Coach, you can't talk about Franklin without talking about the play of Kate O'Neill. It's been really, really special. I know uh, some teams that maybe are in the top three or four spots get a lot more attention than her. But when you just take a look at the stats, uh, she's a double-double machine. Uh, I don't know if she's averaging a double-double, but she certainly has a lot of games with uh, uh, double figures and uh, uh, double digits in points, double digits in rebounds. She's had a pretty special year. She really has. Um, she she's on pace to score uh, well over 500 points this year. And if you you know if you could have done that for you know her career, she might be threatening the 2,000 point mark instead of just now going past a thousand. But no, she's a she's really expanded her game a lot. Uh, if you've seen her, you've seen her. She's out around the three point line now and can make the three point shot. I think she's got our she might have our highest three point percentage on the team as well. And uh, but but the biggest thing's just uh, with her. We asked her back in December. You've got to be more assertive. I uh, appreciate your unselfishness, but you've got to be more assertive on the offensive end. And she really took that to heart, obviously. And uh, uh, the biggest thrill I had for her the other night was she had an eighteen point twenty rebound game against uh, Ravenwood. So I, I like to see how she's rebounding the ball too. Coach, you've had some others step up too. Uh, Brenna Swiger, Lila Gardner, uh, and the play of Amy Elliott to me lately has been pretty exciting for your team too uh, at the at the point guard position. Yeah, uh, Brenna Brenna struggled the first couple of months. She could not find her shot, uh, but uh, and, and a lot of people were you know they were backing off of her and daring her to shoot. But then uh, last couple of weeks she's found that little twelve to fifteen foot jumper and she's shooting the ball a whole lot better than she was. Uh, Lila Gardner shooting the ball well, Gene Costello. Finally, we're turning the corner a little bit on shooting the ball, which we struggle the first half of the season. And uh, Amy, you know, Amy is, uh, she's going to be a great player. Uh, she's going to be a really good player here at Franklin. And uh, one of the things we, we've just got to get her to do is, she, uh, you know, coming from eighth grade where she was, you know, the best player on the floor, she's got to respect the athleticism of the people we play in this league. And as soon as she catches up to the speed of the game, she's going to be a really good one. Coach Simmons, let's talk centennial basketball. You're coming off a district loss on Tuesday at Dixon County. As it stands today, uh, you'd be lined up in the tournament in an 8-9 game versus Independence. So we're heading towards the postseason. And to me, you're heading towards a winnable matchup if it ends up being Independence. Yes, I, I believe so. I'm, I'm – <laughs> you know, right now um, I'm hoping to get three players back by then uh, that will really help, you know, in regards to that. So, um, yes, absolutely. Um, you know, I think I think anything goes in that in that situation. So I look forward to the opportunity. And you guys, as you mentioned, down some key pieces, you have a real young group playing. I mean, you watch Centennial basketball, you're going to see freshmen and sophomores. Now, you do have a senior has been starting for you lately, Catherine Ligon, who's done a good job. Talk about uh, some leadership that you've gotten out of her. Yeah, you know, she's one of our captains, um, and I can't be more thrilled um, about her leadership and how she leads by example. And, um, you know, um, she just she's just, she just a great, 
great kid and uh, I'm going to miss her. I'm going to miss her, you know, and going back to what you had said earlier about, you know, being an odd year, that is the, the positive to all this. A lot of kids have, have gotten the opportunity to play a lot of RC minutes, you know, and, and had the opportunity to get some experience and, um, you know, um, and I think that's been a really positive thing uh, with the kids um, that are getting that opportunity. So, Coach, uh, your team's still working hard. Uh, you talked about that and treating every day kind of as a gift. Uh, and, you know, you look around us, uh, you don't have to look very far. You look over in Metro Nashville, and they're just starting to play. What a nightmare that has to be for them. Wow, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I, I live for, for basketball and coaching basketball and being over playing games. And, um, you know, I can't imagine – you know, going on almost a whole season without that. So yes, you know, it could, it could, we could easily be, be, you know, in a negative situation, but, um, but really you've got to, you just got to count your blessings, you know, things could be a lot worse. So. No doubt coach. If you take a look at the district standings, we talked about as it stands now, Centennial and independence would match up in that eight, nine game. Uh, at the top, it's pretty crowded right now. Brentwood, as we are talking today, 10 and 2, Summit 8 and 2, Page 9 and 3, Spring Hill 7 and 2, Ravenwood 8 and 3. So we're talking five teams, one game difference. Then you've got Dixon at 4 and 8, Franklin at 3 and 9. Coach Johnson, you know, as you look at your team, uh, fourth, fifth, probably out of the question, but you've still got a legitimate shot to maybe sneak into that sixth place position at this point we do and and, and you know we, what we've got to do is we've got to figure out um, what we can do to eliminate that six minute stretch of every game we we have played you know we've been right there with Ravenwood or right there with Brentwood we were all we were dead even with Paige at the half the other night and then we'll have a five or six minute stretch where it seems like the game gets away from us and in that five or six minute stretch we come out of that stretch and we're chasing the game the rest of the night. So if we can figure out how to put 32 minutes together, um, you know as well as I do, but tournament time's all about matchups. And there's uh, several teams we do match up well with. And, and you know, hopefully if we're playing well and can get the right matchup, we can, uh, we can shock some people at tournament time. Coach Simmons, uh, we talked about you. Looks like you're going to play independence. Just curious. Uh, since you know that that's, that's sort of looming, do you do some things in practice that maybe potentially gets you ready for that game? Probably not talking to your players about it, but, you know, maybe you've got an eye on it and say, hey, to win that game, we're going to have to get better at this. Is that something you start doing a little bit? I don't want to give away company secrets now. I won't yeah. let White know we talked about it. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I've been thinking about that. And, uh, um, you know, we're doing some things in practice, you know, in regards to that, because let, you know, let's be fair here that that is the game that, that that's the most important coming up. Right. So, so we've got to, we've got to start planning for that. that. So, so yes, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> let's finish up on this note, coach Johnson. Uh, I know you could probably reel off 10 things, but give me a couple of keys for your team in the game tonight. Don't turn the ball over. Uh, we we have we are the most generous team in the district. Uh, we we give the ball away quite a bit, and uh, 
you know, last night we had a season low. We had 12 last night. So hopefully, you know, hopefully that's trending in the right direction as well. But uh, we, we're, we're averaging just under 20 a game. And that's just too many. And if we're, you know, if we're going to be a good team down the stretch and beat some of these teams that you mentioned earlier up in the top part of the district, we got to take care of the basketball. That's the biggest thing. And the second thing is we just got to make shots. Um, we, we know what we're going to get from Kate. Um, we, we know people are going to try to stop her. And we're, we're going to have to find that secondary scoring, uh, whether that's three or four people scoring seven points or one person having a breakout night scoring 16, 17 points. You know, it's interesting. You talk about uh, making shots. It seems like to me, you know, we always talk about, well, maybe this could have happened or we could have done something here. It seems like to me so many times, Coach Simmons, it comes down to the ability to make shots. Absolutely. One of the key factors in winning a game is field goal percentage, right? So, so um, yeah, that that huge piece. You're exactly right. And, uh, you know, for my group tonight, you know, I, I just want them to, to continue with the great attitudes and positive attitudes and play as hard as they can like they've been doing. Um, you know, whatever happens, happens at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of my group. So. Gentlemen, I appreciate you being here. Good luck tonight. Uh, we're really looking forward to it. Thank Thanks you very much. Appreciate it. We'll be right back to talk to the boys coaches, Jeremy Moore of Centennial High School, Jason Tigert of Franklin High School. Welcome back to the Coaches Preview Show. We now have the boys coaches talking tonight's Battle of Franklin contest. We've got Centennial head boys coach Jeremy Moore, Franklin High School's head coach Jason Tigert. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Thank you. The last meeting, Battle of Franklin, on January 8th certainly didn't disappoint in terms of uh, level of excitement, level of play. Franklin comes out on top 67-62. Coach Tiger, let's start with you. You're in year two at Franklin, and I think you've already figured out pretty quickly how special this Battle of Franklin is for the community. Uh, no doubt. Um, this is it's a big-time rivalry. Um, you know, if you talk to some of the old-timers, you know, they'll talk about Brentwood, but you talk to the kids – they really lock in on Centennial. And so we had an interview earlier today, Coach Moore and I, uh, this morning, and, um, and we talked about exactly that. It's, you know, it's not very difficult to get the guys fired up for Centennial. And Coach Moore, a uh, veteran of WCS, but uh, in your first year at Centennial, uh, you saw this game when you were at Independence from afar in terms of uh, Franklin and Centennial playing, but you got an opportunity to be a part of the game back in January, on January 8th. Again, the crowd's not the same, uh, but I think you would agree. You could tell just with that one game, it's a little bit different level of intensity when Franklin and Centennial match up. Yeah, for sure. I mean, on the court, it was, uh, you know, just everything was a little bit more heightened from the focus to the intensity. Um, you know, both teams are going to come out prepared and, and both teams are going to play hard. Um, you know, my kids are excited because there's going to be a few more people in the gym and maybe a few students there or whatever. So, you know, I think as coaches, we focus between the lines, but that stuff is uh, important to our kids and important to the student body and um, ultimately probably pretty important to the community as well. So looking forward to the matchup tonight and I just hope we can uh, find a way to compete and keep it, keep it competitive until the fourth quarter. 
And tonight's game, uh, I know you guys are excited about this. Justin Anderson, assistant coach out at Franklin High School, had a lot of lot to do with this in terms of the legwork. But uh, tonight, it's going to be a paying homage uh, to Natchez High School. For those of you out there that maybe uh, don't know the background, uh, before integration, there was Franklin High School, there was Natchez High School. And if you take a look at where those students who attended Natchez High School lived, well, you would have people who would have been zoned for Franklin and also zoned for Centennial. So there's going to be throwback uniforms, uh, potentially in the future when we can have more people involved in the games. I'm sure we're going to have players uh, from those teams show up. So I think it's going to be great uh, for both schools. Uh, Coach Tiger, I know it's something you've been looking forward to, too. Oh, for sure. This and, and like you said, Coach Anderson, my assistant coach, you got to give him credit for really uh, spearheading this. Um, and, but no, it's, 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 you know, something I think is important. Um, it, it's a big part of, of our history. Natchez high school is, is part of, of Franklin high school. And like you mentioned, uh, you know, we, we share the zoning of where those students would have been. And so we're very excited tonight. We'll be wearing the, 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 the blue tops with the yellow shorts and Centennial will have the, or the gold, the gold tops with the uh, blue shorts and, uh, um, you know, the actual numbers that the that we ordered the uniforms were former players. For example, the uh, uh, legendary Fred Lane Sr., uh, number 25. Uh, so one of the, the players will be get to represent that. And so uh, I think it's important not to forget our past. And this is a, a, just an opportunity through basketball to uh, teach a, some history to our guys. It's very important. Coach Moore, I know you're excited about it, too. It's something that you and I talked about pretty early on after your hiring. I know it's uh, it's going to be fun for you as well. We're trying to keep it um, keep what's important important, and we want to use this as a learning tool for our kids. We've got a couple of guys coming in from the community to kind of talk about the importance of what this night means, other than just basketball. And, you know, when I was doing a little bit of research, just on Natchez and trying to, I'm not from here, from the community. That, so I wasn't too familiar with it, but, uh, you know, I read a thing where it said the class of 1965, their motto was the task of today is the challenge of tomorrow. And I think that's still very fitting in the world we live in today, you know? So obviously we have guys that, that, that are super excited about it. And, uh, you know, I've, Assistant coach, uh, Coach Ridley, who, who's from that area, man, and, and it, it means a lot to him. And so basketball game is important, but we also want to use this as a time to, to teach all of our kids about the history of the community and the importance of, of that kind of stuff as well. And Coach uh, Tiger, I don't know if you knew this, uh, Willie Dickerson, who hired you, she was actually valedictorian at Natchez High School. Well, I did know that when we pitched the idea to her, she was super excited about it. And um, uh, being a big basketball fan, she is. Uh, uh, I'm really, uh, I was honored to work for her and, and she was excited about the idea. Let's talk a little bit more about your teams. Uh, Coach Moore, let's start with you. Last time you were on the show, your team was two and four heading into the Ravenwood game. You eventually drop all the way down to two and six. But you look up, and now you're on a three-game district winning streak. And I'm going to tell you, your team is really rounding into form. 
Yeah, um, we've actually won four in a row. Uh, we played a makeup game with Spring Hill this week as well. So, you know, uh, we think we're headed in the right direction, but um, we also understand that some of that has to do with scheduling and different things like that. So we're getting ready to go through the gauntlet again of, of you know, starting tonight with Franklin and then having Brentwood and Ravenwood. Um, so, you know, we, we've got a lot of tall tasks in front of us. I do think we're headed in the right direction, um, both on the court and off the court. You know, we've had a good three weeks here in January. Um, sometimes teams that are struggling to win games, they can kind of fold up and, and they're ready for it to be over or they're ready to go to their spring sport or whatever. But, you know, we haven't seen any of that. Our guys are dialed in. Um, they're, they've been really good at practice. They're good in the weight room. They're good in film sessions. So, you know, we've still got our same goal in mind, and that's the peak. Um, hopefully, hopefully tonight would be great. But, um, you know, basketball is a tournament sport. So everybody's going to make the tournament. Everybody's going to have a chance um, to advance in that tournament. So we're just trying to get a little bit better every single day. And, Coach Moore, if you'll talk, uh, and I know you and I have talked about this and talked about it a little bit last time, Patrick Garrett, uh, you know, he's a player that we knew coming in, uh, what he meant to your team. Uh, other players have certainly stepped up. Uh, but when I watch Patrick now, it's it's like it's not the same player from last year in terms of what he's bringing to the team. Uh, obviously, his role is a little bit different. The way you have him playing uh, maybe in your system is a little bit different than what he was expected to do before. Uh, talk about his progression. Yeah, um, Pat's done a nice job. You know, I think um, up until this year, uh, Pat was more of a just a kind of the third or fourth guy, you know, make make some open shots. Um, and, and we've kind of created an environment to where Pat's going to guard the other team's best player every night. So his number one job is on the defensive end. And he's really done a great job. I mean, from um, Reed Kemp to Winley at Brentwood, He's kind of held all those guys, uh, I say held in check. I mean, Kemp had 21 against us the first time, I think, but 11 of them were free throws in the fourth quarter. So, you know, you take those out, and he's done a really good job of just buying in. So there's a lot more to basketball than just scoring. Um, you know, he's he's leading our team in assists. Um, we've asked him to, to learn a lot of new stuff, and, and not only does he have to know it, he has to get all of our other guys where they're supposed to be as well. So we're just, you know, trying to create an environment to where we appreciate all aspects of the game. Scoring is important and scoring is fun to put on the Instagram and uh, social media and those kind of things. But, you know, the, the really good basketball teams have guys who do the little stuff that maybe don't show up even in the stat line. Um, you know, and so that, that's we're trying to make those things important. And Pat's done a great job of buying in um, to that on the court. And then, you know, off the court, he, he's going to be the leader. He's really one of our few guys with varsity experience who's been through these wars in years past. So he's done a great job just, just buying into what we're about. And then, you know, it was tough when, when, when you're losing, it's hard to keep that going, but he's done a great job. And I think he's reaping the benefits. Um, he's, he's coming up on a thousand points in his career. So you know, he's going to have some individual accomplishments coming his way, but his, I think his ultimate, um, goal is for our team to be successful. Coach Tiger, let's talk a little bit about Franklin. Again, your first time on the show this year. Uh, your team's double-digit winning streak, uh, last loss uh, to Ravenwood, I believe, on December 4th. Also, you had that big sub-state 
kind of feel win uh, at Clarksville Northeast that we have dubbed the Joe Dave's Classic since he was the coach for the only WCS public school state championship back in 1989. Coach Johnson, of course, with his 1989 background on his Zoom, uh, he was a part of that team, which is pretty darn special. Uh, but your team is really continuing to play well. And that game with Northeast, even though it was an out-of-league game, had to be one that you were excited to play and get the win. Yeah, we were really excited to get them on the schedule. A very, very talented uh, Northeast squad that returned a, a lot of experience. And, and so they're definitely, uh, uh, you know, a sub-state type of uh, state tournament type of team. Uh, we'd lost, a, we didn't get to play the Seagull game. We were really looking forward to that. Uh, they had some, uh, they had too many makeup games within their district because of COVID. Um, so this was important that we get to play that. And I was very, very happy to go on the road and get the W. Coach, when you talk about Franklin, you've got to talk about uh, Reed Kemp and Matt Thurman, like Patrick Garrett, uh, thousand point scores. I know Coach Moore mentioned uh, Patrick's going to uh, get his 1,000th point here coming up. Uh, Kemp and Thurman both have already done that uh, this year. Uh, but you've got some other guys, too, that are pretty darn special. Uh, you've got a pretty tight rotation. Uh, so you've got five guys, uh, starting with Kemp and Thurman, who play quite a bit of minutes. But uh, you're you're a you're a solid team, one through five. It's not a two person show. Well, no, we're, we, I feel like we've got good balance. Um, um, Aiden Smiley actually leads us in minutes uh, played this year. A guy who does a lot of things really well. We've talked a lot about him over uh, the last uh, two years. Taylor Spirito. Uh, a guy that uh, just every coach can use a Taylor Spirito, just uh, blue collar, gets the job done, dive after loose balls, takes charges, shoots a high, just a crazy high percentage from the field, uh, can handle the basketball, does a lot of things really well, uh, just like Aiden. And then Connor's really come on and shooting the basketball well for us. I had five threes. Uh, versus Northeast, and uh, without the, that kind of effort, we can't win on the road up there. And so, yeah, those are the five guys have uh, been getting uh, a bulk of the minutes. Um, uh, Mason Jones, use him off the off the bench uh, uh, defensively to spell Matt uh, from time to time, uh, and then a couple of juniors, uh, Noah McGee, Tom Fortner, also giving some minutes, and Davis Long, the freshman. If you take a look at the district standings, uh, Franklin, uh, uh, only one loss, uh, Ravenwood in second, 10 and three right now. And then Coach Moore kind of talking back about your team, uh, two and six at one time. Now you're getting in the conversation of, hey, there's a chance we can have a home district game. I don't know if that's something you talk about, something you've looked at, that's a goal you have, but certainly that's a big chance, two and six that you have a legitimate shot and you control your own destiny, really, that you could have a first round district game at home. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we talk about that stuff, you know, we don't try to hide behind it. And uh, obviously we're playing for a reason and we want that purpose to be out there. And we would love to host a first round game. Um, you know, even though with the attendance limitations and things like that, we feel it's, it's you're, you're just more comfortable at home. Um, you know, so that, that's definitely one of our goals. and. Um, you know, like I said earlier, we have a tall task coming up, but we do control our own fate a little bit. And, you know, if we can um, play really well and, and hopefully make some of these other teams not play as well, then I think we have a great chance to, to host that home game. 
Coach Tiger, your team, uh, you're really a couple of wins away from securing first place. I know you and I've talked that, uh, boy, wouldn't that be nice to get in the tournament and force someone to beat you to get off of your home court? Because once we match up uh, with the other district, uh, if it's a one seed playing a one or a two playing a two, we will host because we were due to host the region. So uh, a lot for your team to play for, too, beyond finishing first. Uh, that means a little bit more, I think, this year, too. Yeah, I agree with that, and I agree with what Coach Moore said. Uh, even though we are limited on crowd, it, it does make a difference being at home, and that's something that we're hoping that if we can get a couple more league victories, secure the one seed uh, going into this district tournament, that's going to put us in a better position to make, be able to make a deep run uh, in the tournament as a whole. All right, gentlemen, we're short on time here again. I appreciate you being here, but I want you to give me one key to tonight's game. It can be offensive or defense. We'll start with Coach Moore. And you can't say stop or hold down Reed Kemp. That's not allowed. <laughs> I'm glad because we probably wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> we're going to try to li just limit their second chance opportunities. You know, we think our first shot defense um, we're getting a lot better at it as far as contesting and making guys miss. But um, our defense is not set up to do that two and three times in one possession. So hopefully we can box out a little bit and go get the rebound. Coach Tiger, how about for the Admirals? I think shot selection's an important one. Um, uh, the Cougars really, really guard you well. Uh, I know they'll have a, a great scheme. Uh, so we've got to be willing to, to share the basketball uh, and, and have – Tremendous shot selection uh, because I know they're going to make it difficult for us. Gentlemen, appreciate you taking time out of your busy day. Looking forward to tonight's uh, Battle of Franklin, the Natchez edition. We're excited about that too. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for joining us for the Coach's Preview Show. We'll see you next time.